I want to welcome everybody to the world, according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. Welcome, everybody. Say thank you for listening. Thank God bless you. you. Thank you. And thank you. And remember, those that watch could uh, download the podcast, and those that download the podcast could, could subscribe to our channel. Ben Stein, and, ben Stein. But bear in mind, I am Ben Stein. I am not Ben Epstein. <laughs> very very true uh you or ben epstein uh and we are joined tonight by our our man roth peter roth you can find them at the rough draft on fans only and of course everywhere else at the roth draft thank you for being here peter you look lovely in your leather jacket yes thank very you, much very, to be very, back very, with you very, where had you been my friend uh we just our schedules didn't sync up for a couple of weeks because of the the, the onset of the new year. Yes, it happens. It happens. New cancellations, all good. And of course, the show would not be complete without America's humble servant, a man that needs no introduction. He's an icon, and he's an iconoclast. Benjamin Jeremy Stein, and welcome everybody to the show. I think uh, the it's in, in, in it's being reported in the news. Uh, that Republicans are getting ready to impeach Mayorkas. They did not. They they finally voted to send to impeachment. So it's not actual impeachment. They've readied a bill to impeach. And <laughs> that's very funny. It's like true. It. And I'm thinking like, to myself, like maybe you're a little too late. A uh, couple a couple mm-hmm. million probably illegal immigrants have gotten in that time. Oh, illegally. I think so. I mean, the yeah. the, 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 the new data about the rate of uh, immigration influx of illegals is breathtaking. It's it's completely breathtaking. And uh, that was the number one thing for Iowans the other night uh, at the caucus. Oh, really? Was, is that right? What, what was, was immigration. And uh, mm. I think for the most part, that's probably most people's biggest uh, uh, worry about what's going on because it's an optic, Ben, that you it's can't dead. deny you're seeing. It's- Yes, absolutely. 64% of the more than 100,000 people that attended the Republican caucuses on Monday said immigration was their number one issue. Wow. Wow. Just under two thirds. Wow. That's terrible. And, and, And the legacy media and the elites try to pretend that it's not an issue or that if it is an issue, it's born of racism and not concern about the integrity of our communities. Yeah, and you're totally right. You're 100% right. And it's breathtakingly terrifying that we have these people coming in. I, and I read just today, maybe I was told today, not sure I read or was told, that uh, apparently in some uh, cases where uh, citizens are required to show identification, illegal immigrants are not to... to uh, gain admission to various uh, government buildings. Peter? I, I I don't know that to be a fact, but frankly, it wouldn't surprise me. It's terrifying. What's the purpose of all this? I guess it, the purpose is pure subversion and treason. I mean, a country that is uh, welcoming in people who uh, have no uh, education in the ways of democratic life, who have no record of... Uh, medical care that will would keep them from harming the rest of the citizens 
I don't. I just can't understand. No record. I have no record. I have no record. I have no record. I have for I a long time that. thought that the reason that this problem explodes every time there's a Democrat in the White House is that the Democrats have realized they're running out of voters. And they oh, have that's an interesting them. thought. Now they they can't legally vote immediately. They have to be citizens to vote, and that takes time. But an amnesty. Wow. Wow. Would, that's really would, a, would, would give them the right to vote. And 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 they can get registered to vote when they when they go to get a driver's license. There are now states that give driver's license like New York. Illegally, like New, New York, York does that. New York does and, and gives driver's license. Law wow. Wow. So that's really driver's scary. license, they put you on the voter registration list. So even if they don't have you to vote, they have your name as a slot for a voter. Well, amazing. And, and Ben, and ben yeah. just so you know, for the record, this is actually turning on, uh, this is turning off a lot of black voters. So you have a lot of black oh, influence. You have I quite know a few black don't like this. Right? You have quite a few black influencers who are coming out now and saying, uh, what's up here? People are really starting to open their eyes to the fact that this hurts their own communities. Right, right. You know, you know, you know who hates ben. it the most? Oh, Jeff, Peter, go ahead. You know who hates it the most? You. No. Legal, the, legal immigrants. Legal, that's right, Judith. The legal immigrants, the ones who hired the lawyers and filled out the paperwork and waited their turn and played by the rules and came here with work permits and citizenship applications and they pay taxes and they own homes and they work on their own social security numbers and they play by the rules and they're the ones who hate it the most. And they should, and they absolutely should. But strangely enough, those are the people that the Republicans are most afraid of offending by cracking down on the porous border. Well, it's more than porous, I'm afraid it's wide open. And let's and I, not, yeah, Ben, you're completely right. And let's not forget, Ben, I, the reality is you've had the, how do you pronounce it? I always get their names wrong, the cock. Koch brothers, the Koch, uh, the, Coke, the Coke, 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 Coke like, brothers, like the, the like Coke, the yeah, the Koch brothers for years, for years. This is a big thing with a lot of Republicans was letting illegal immigrants in cheap workforce. Let's not uh, paint a rosy picture of the Republican Party for being a massive driving force behind this. But what we have going on, Ben, when you look at the numbers, Ben, the polling numbers, and I don't really put much stock in polling numbers yet. But it's uh, it's not looking good uh, for the left, Ben. And this is a real this this is a really a, a horrific optic what they have going on. Just like well, many a, optics, there are so many dangerous, frightening things going on in the world today, uh, over which Mr. Biden and his friends have no control. Especially since we have apparently at this point no Secretary of Defense. It's uh, it's an amazing thing the to me, and I, I am old and I have some experience watching these things, uh, the Middle East seems to me to, me to be about to uh, erupt into a full-scale major league war in terms of the uh, evil, disgusting, sickening Hamas. Uh, apparently, there are going to be uh, evil people coming down from Lebanon. There are going to be, of course, evil people coming over from Syria, although Syria apparently has had a lot of experience dealing with Israeli, the Israeli armed forces and is not eager to tangle with them again.
but Iran, which has a very large population and a very large armed force, is essentially the Houthis or Houthis or whatever it's pronounced. They are essentially the same thing. The Houthis have attacked American forces and ships hundreds of times in the, just in the last several months. We are already at war with Iran, and Iran is very close, thanks to Mr. Biden and his friends, to getting nuclear weapons, as the Bushes would call them. And uh, once they do that, uh, then all hell is going to break loose because there's only one country in the world that has the cojones to bomb them with their own nuclear weapons before Iran becomes a full-scale nuclear power. And I suspect they're very close to that. Only Israel knows that when once Iran gets nuclear weapons, there's not going to be any more Israel. At least that is my humble opinion. I hope I hope 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 I'm wrong. Uh, the U.S. has got to help, but I think if they don't, Israel can do it themselves. Israel has the pound for pound the best air force in the world. They have nuclear weapons. I don't think they're going to want to die to satisfy the democratic left in the United States. Well, it's extremely well said, and I think it's important for people to to, to remember this timeline. Uh, pretty much within a week of Biden taking over, he unfroze uh, the oil uh, with uh, Iran to China and wherever they else they want to sold. At this point, is probably over 120, uh, 120 billion dollars worth of uh, oil and money that they sold. They were they were pretty much broke, and he took the hoodies off the uh, te- off the off the terror list. So those were those were two things he did within the first week. How are we doing now, Mr. Biden? We got we were on the uh, eve of destruction and we're fighting. We have to fight the Houthis all over. And we have uh, Iran, who, who what was it, yesterday or the day before sent an ICBM or some sort of missile into Iraq, thinking it was a Mossad base. And well, they, uh, wait, 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 that's what they said they thought it was. I mean, yeah. of course, they knew it wasn't. Right. That, that's exactly right. Which, Peter, I got to say, the only good part of that story is. It's sort of like with Russia, we always feared that Russia had the most, uh, the, the, the strongest army. Maybe their scientists, because Israel killed so many, aren't the best scientists at uh, the navigation GPS system of the missiles. That's my hope, <laughs> uh, uh, Peter. But uh, well, it's important that people remember and know exactly how, what led this. As my, well, my, my great and good friend, Michael Ledeen, taught me, to understand many years ago. We've been at war with Iran, or Iran's been at war with us since 1979. It's been a but not like war. this, not quite like this. It's it's been a proxy war that's been hot and cold. It's really heating up right now. Um, it's not heating up, it's on fire. Joe Biden. Okay. Bombing U.S. bases. Peter, bombing Peter, US I, I love you, but Ben's completely right on this. Yeah. Okay. It's never right. been like this. Okay. It's, it's it is it is it is not yet been like this. It's going to get worse. And <laughs> Biden's, Biden's, well, that's Biden's, good news. Biden's and Biden's first string would be third stringers in any other administration. We are unready. We are unprepared. We don't have a plan. And the American people have to understand if you want to change the policy, you've got to change the president. I think Israel's got that figured out. Uh, I don't. I hope so. I hope so. God knows they better. If they don't, if Iran sends nuclear, nuclear as the Bushes would say, missiles 
at the U.S. or England or France, uh, it would be terrible, 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 just terrible. I, but I'm not, uh, if they I'm shoot them, about a wait, I'm talking for Christ's okay. sake. And if they, and if they, uh, but if they send them to Israel, Israel is the size of New Jersey, yes. and they can literally eradicate life in Israel in an afternoon. And they have said their goal is a Holocaust in an afternoon. And I am, I'm, as far as Israel is concerned, and as far as America is, America is concerned, I'm not worried about an ICBM. I'm worried about a nuke in a container on an 18-wheeler crossing a border someplace without being checked and driven into the center of a city. Well, okay. Uh, well, I don't, and, I don't know why. Why? Why? Why should? Why should because, they do it that way? Then, then we got to figure out who did it. Oh, so come and on, you know who did it? Who do you I, think could possibly have done it? Do you think Venezuela did it? Do you think Mexico did it? Think back to Iraq. Saddam Hussein refused to abide by the conditions of the of the armistice. He kicked out the Western the weapons inspectors. We had every right to go back into Iraq when we did. Whether we should have or not, separate question. We had every right to, but the Bush administration thought that they needed to prove to the world that Saddam Hussein was had possession of chemical, biological, and possibly nuclear weapons of mass destruction. And it totally confused everybody, especially and, and after 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 the weapons weren't found, whether they existed or not, it, it put a black eye to the whole exercise. Well, just a minute ago, it's worse than that. Without Saddam Hussein in charge in Iraq, the whole world, the Middle the, East, the United States, everybody. Saddam Hussein, before the U.S. went in across the border, said on worldwide media, okay, I give up. The U.S. can send in the army to my palace to supervise me and to supervise what's going on in our armed forces. I, I admit I'm beaten now. You can send in your troops to monitor and make sure that I don't do anything with uh, any kind of weapons of mass destruction. Bush, whom I like very much, he's a fa family friend, a nice guy, uh, said, no, we're going to invade. That was really crazy. But I, I, I really question, uh, I think you've been eating too much at that Noe restaurant. I think you, the, just the question what weather, where a nuclear weapon would be coming from if it hit a center of a U.S. city? No wonder whether it's coming from Nicaragua or somewhere else other than than uh, uh, than Iran. No, he it's was no, ben, ben. Ben, I think you misunderstood what Peter oh, probably, was saying was did. that they're going to drive a nuclear weapon. I know, I know, oh, I know, oh. I know. But you know, we have about I don't know how many hundreds of satellites tracking missiles all over the world. I think we'll know if one comes in from Iran and suddenly there's no more Austin. Ben, I got to say one thing. We've had balloons flying all around the sky. It took them weeks to notice uh, to, to, uh, the, 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 those balloons. So I'm not exact. I agree with you. Yes, but I'm not exactly a hundred percent. Russian aces. army into Afghanistan in 1980 and we didn't notice. So you know, well, I, they I mean, announced I mean, they were doing it. That we yeah, until, until they until they mentioned it, and we went, "Oh, what really?" Um, well, we're not going to send our team to the Olympics, so there. Um, yeah. But but that those guys 
make the guys in charge now look competent. Yeah, the guy. Well, the guys in charge now. I, I, I had a conversation today with a long, long, long time friend, a wonderful young woman. Well, she's not that young now. Uh, who told me that her brother, an idiot, uh, said that he thinks the White House should be all black, whether they're competent or not. The whole administration should be all black just because it's their turn. And uh, this is the kind of, we're not dealing with anything that bad, but we're going there. And it's really, really scary. And as I say, I think only Israel can stop it. And of course, France and the Germans and everybody will yell and scream. And South Africa, of all places on earth, a gangster state, a state of constant murders on the streets, is accusing Israel of genocide. This is not the old South Africa of apartheid days. This is a new black South Africa where murder is a daily, hourly occurrence. You know, you're raising a great point, and the point you're bringing up, and I'll spell it out, because people often think it cause and effect. So right now, DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion, is this is is the sole issue, the, the biggest problem the world, and especially our society, has faced. It's 70 years of indoctrination of of college campuses that's led us into this position where we've hired people that absolutely do not belong at positions that they have. Well, and, that's that, that's some seventy years off and on. I mean, I guarantee you, we weren't doing that in the Nixon administration. No, no, no. I said seventy years of indoctrination oh, I in you, college. I'm in, sorry, I thought you said seventy. No, sorry, no, no. Seventy years of indoctrination at the college campuses has led mm-hmm. us here, which led to the high schools, which led to the elementary schools. Mm-hmm. And here we are with DEI. Here we are with uh, people right, with Lloyd Austin. With, with, with Where so- is he today, by the way? I think he's home. He reported in for duty and he apologized, I think. Uh, I, I, I think he's home. Uh, I, I think he's home recovering. Uh, but the fact that, 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 that he still has a job. It's my fact that. Mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. And the fact that the media will not, I mean, there's an absolute media silence on the fact right. uh, about Lloyd Austin. is, right. and, and the reality is the only reason he has his job is because DEI. Now, there are probably a lot of black people that are uh, 100% good to go and aces for this job, but it's really? not Lloyd Austin. And the, only reason, and the only reason Lloyd Austin has his job is because of his ties to Blinken. And that's plain and simple. Whether people want to admit that or not, God bless them, Ben. Well, you said there are a thousand. Actually, there are many people of color that could that could that could have Lloyd Austin. That could that that could be the the, the Secretary of Defense. My point is, it's not Lloyd Austin. What makes you think so? Um, seriously, what makes you think so? I, I I'm trying to be politically correct i don't know well um, it doesn't really work on our show that, that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i'll let peter follow I, that one. i think i think there are a thousand names in the new york phone book yes. that would be a better secretary of defense than lloyd austin but again if you want to change the policies you've got to change the president this all sits at Joe Biden's feet, waiting for him to trip over it. 
Now, he should a, have already tripped over and broken his neck. Peter, it's not just Joe Biden. Let's not kid ourselves. This is this is so much bigger than a government. The, 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 these the, these programs that they've that they've been putting in into place. This is so much bigger than than the Biden regime. This this this. You're you're, this, you're, 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 you're right in a sense. In a, what does that I, mean? I'm right in a I sense. Because, you know, I as a citizen can't do anything about the board of the Harvard Corporation that picks the president of the university. But I can do something about the government. You know, I can write, I can speak, I can vote. I can, I, that's a place where I can work to affect change. And the amount of cultural rot that the government enforces is profound. This this DEI, this DEI stuff comes straight out of the U.S. Department of Education. They threaten schools with they threaten their accreditation. They threaten their student loan portfolios. Wow! 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 They, they, um, they, you you got to do these things, mm -hmm. or we're going to say you're not a safe place. Wow! And your wow. kids to go to school. I I think you're totally right, totally right, Peter, totally right, and it is uh, breathtakingly awful. Uh, but we have uh, a lot of steps we've got to do. In addition to that, first of all, if I may say this, we've got to build up our defense as fast as we possibly can, because as it seems to me, there's a very good likelihood that we're going to be at war in several different parts of the world. And if we're not, thank God. But if we are. Let's be ready. You've got plenty of money. You've got plenty of, well, I don't know if we have plenty of defense contractors anymore, but we have some defense contractors, some of whom are very, very, very good. Uh, we have to get ready for war. We're, we're, we're really a, it, in, at war already with, with Iran. We, have, we may well find ourselves facing an Iran that is fully mobilized and ready to go. And it's a big country. Look on a map. It's a very big country. And is very well armed, not in terms of the Air Force compared to the United States or Israel, but it's very well armed. And uh, I think uh, if we are going to be fighting them tooth and nail, it's going to be a really ugly situation. Let's get rearmed fast. Let's have Mr. Biden go before Congress and say this is an emergency situation. Uh, I'm going to start uh, uh, arming, rearming America. If we go deeper into debt, uh, that's nothing compared with going into a war and losing. I hope Mr. Biden has the sense to do it. I doubt it, but I hope and pray he does. If he doesn't, if somehow the ball falls in the vice president's lap, it's garnished. As my sister would say, it's garnished. It's all over. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent correct. He's not. Of course, he's not going to do it, Peter. Uh, this, uh, they don't know whether at this point, whether they tried to do this, what they're doing intentionally, they've absolutely lost control of, of pretty much all facets of the government, foreign and domestic, uh, Peter, they, they, I, I think, and I don't think that they can't, the dam is broken. People are seeing what's going on, Peter. They used to be able to control it with the media. Once they lost Twitter and, and beyond Twitter, you can't control this this narrative that they have and the world's a mess, Peter. And Mr. Biden doesn't really know what to do with it. And I don't think you or I, Peter, do either. I mean, I don't think anybody knows what to do about it except 
build up our armed forces. The world doesn't give a goddamn about the United States of America's survival or Israel's survival, but we do, and we have the means to build up our defenses, not as much as we would like, but plenty, and it won't hurt us if we do it, and there's no war, thank God. You're completely right, and Peter, this is the point where people often miss, and Rand Paul, that uh, jerk off, uh, who decided to vote uh, against Israel the other day. Uh, They've referring... already, that family has always been rabidly anti-Semitic. It's amazing. It's amazing how it, it's like the apple really didn't fall far no, from the no, tree with no. Rand Paul voting with voting with Bernie Sanders. And to Ben's point, which is 100% correct, which people do not understand, and it's re really being lost, this message of America first, and I keep on saying we America is first. We've got to defend ourselves because there's a lot of bad actors right now on the world stage. And peace through strength, big stick time, Peter. And I, I, I think that's the only way out of this that I see it, Peter. I mean, I don't know if we could wait to November. Or I, I, I think I think you're right. I, Good. I OK. Yay. Right. OK. For that, I'm going to buy you dinner at Noe. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, think you're, I, think I like that. The, I like that you're referring a place. Sorry, Peter. He's he's telling you to go to a place where. No, he no. Hates. I think. No, I no, no. I think that Mr. Peter Roth knows the menu much better than I did. He's never been right. there. He, he, oh, I thought you said you had been there. No, no Bob Noe is the one that's the menu, but I have it. not been there. Bob Noah suggested recommended it. it. You go That's why it's weird that he couldn't find it. There before I did. And, yeah. and well, thank you very much for offering to buy me dinner at a bad restaurant. Well, I, uh, well, I, no, I'll tell you what. Now, you right are going to Martin's. Right across the street from it is Taco Bell, which is consistently yes. good. Yes. Yes, it is. But we could go to Martin's. I, well, okay, if you want to, I will. It's my pleasure. Okay, get back to it, Peter. Uh, yeah, there you go. You got a dinner. We we are in a world of hurt in areas both foreign and domestic. The president is you, not. You bet. You bet. You bet. You. The president is not. Is, I'm sorry. The president is, is not. This is if, if if I can shift gears just a little bit. This is one of the reasons, and I and I said this in my column that appeared in Newsweek today. Ding ding ding. Shameless plug. Why I'm glad that Donald Trump's victory in Iowa was as substantial as it was. It ratifies the fact that he is de facto the incumbent. That, That's a that, very good that, point. That's a very good point. That Nikki Haley and, and Ron DeSantis, whatever their, their, their good qualities may be, have been reduced to the level of nuisance candidates who should just drop out of the race so that Trump can take on Biden head on now without any additional interference i think that's a very good point and judah has said the same thing draw the contrast i think judah has said the same thing and many of us have i think you're totally right and but that's I mean, yesterday isn't soon enough to start rearming america I mean, oh, rearming america is number and, one and donald trump needs to be out there saying today that that's what needs to happen 
without Nikki Haley bringing her foreign policy expertise. What is her? What is her foreign policy? She was actually just in her defense. She was actually an. She was a very good ambassador, especially with when it came to Israel. She was a great. She was a great ambassador. Okay, well then, God bless you. As far as as far as she represented freedom well. Yeah. Against the forces of tyranny and dictatorship in the well, God bless her. God bless United her. Nations General Assembly. God bless her. Then I apologize. I'm, I'm very sorry, Mrs. Haley. No, and no, no. Go on. Ben, on, on on many issues, as far as as far as uh, uh, foreign policy, she's not the greatest. But as far as that one thing, yes, she was. Well, great. that's a big one. But that's a big one. for us, it's an absolutely huge one. But this is, goes to the bigger picture. <laughs> And, and and she's in this race for one reason right now, and that's financial. She's DeSantis is in this race because he's just a jackass at this point, and he has had so I many. I disagree. Points. I like him a lot, but okay. It, it's not a matter of liking him or not. It's a matter that you know you can't win. Move out of the way, so we could co- so we could get together and get all the money behind the person that we know is going to win. It, it is nothing it's to a do good with point. A, well taken point. This is well nothing to point. do with liking Ron DeSantis or disliking Ron DeSantis. This has to do with the fact that he's up. Trump is up in some states by fifty-eight points. He's You're up getting in, right in what states? New Mexico, Nevada. I mean, it, 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 almost been in almost every state. He's up by thirty points, minus New Hampshire. In almost every and in New Hampshire, it's fourteen points to sixteen points. This is in the this is in the primary. And the only reason, and and in the general election, in almost every swing state, Trump is up over Biden by seven points. Uh, that's yeah. that's Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia. So uh, the, these these polls that they keep on showing you of who's beatable the most against Biden, they're national polls. They're not state polls, and nobody ever does a deep dive into the actual state polls. But the bigger point is. What are these people doing, Ben? $300 million after New Hampshire will have been spent, at least. Get out. Let's focus on winning an election, and let's focus on changing the... And and if you think that it's going to be hard to elect Donald Trump, who clearly is going to be the nominee because of January 6th, because of the court cases, because his personal conduct leaves a bad taste in some people's mouths because of the bias in the media. If you think it's going to be hard, doesn't it make sense to start as early as you can? Yes, absolutely. Contrast and not waiting Mm -hmm. until Labor Day? Absolutely. You're totally right. You're totally right. Now you get two dinners at no way. Look, I I, am with you the whole way. Uh, I'm. Uh, I was uh, staggered, heartbroken, as my wife would say. Heart it was heart rendering, as my goddess wife would say. Just get on the internet an ad from my alum where I taught. I certainly didn't go there as a student, but taught UC Santa Cruz, and I. They are advertising a uh, panel discussion called something like Palestine racism genocide and uh, the Jew bastards or something like that. And this school is a school I have incredible fondness for. I had very, 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 very good times there. Of course, it was 53 years ago, or 50 years ago. But uh, 
when I saw that, I saw the faces of the people who were on that panel, my blood froze. The woman who was the moderator of the panel, who was a doctor of some kind, I wrote to UC Santa Cruz and asked what she was a doctor of. I, I have no idea, but it's scary to think that she's a doctor of medicine. I don't, I don't think she is. Anyway, and the other doctor, doctor, is a Palestinian woman. I'm scared to think that she, what she's a doctor of. That simply goes to the point that you and Judah have been making, which is this universities have just been poisoned with anti-Semitic, Bolshevik, Nazi propaganda. And uh, as I look at these and then think of what I've seen in the many, many, many documentaries and books I've watched and read about the Fuhrer and the Third Reich, I thought to myself, my God, it's coming here really at breakneck speed. It's really, really coming here. It's terrifying. I, I am so glad that my youngest, God-fearing, America-loving, patriotic son decided to become an electrician rather than going to an elite college or university. No, make more money. Because he, well, he, he probably will make more money because he's a good electrician. God bless but him. I could use him out of my house. His values weren't challenged. Every time he turned around, when they were teaching him how to wire sockets and run wire and, and install lights and do all the other things that, that, that mystify me that he does with such ease, I am so glad that he missed that poison. And I feel sorry for all the parents out there in my peer group who spent hundreds of thousands of dollars sending their kids to school to be taught to hate the values that they were raised with. Uh, it's very well put, very well put indeed. And your son was a wise young man to become an electrician. I must say electricians are in short supply. Good ones are, unbe well, they're almost unavailable, but any of them are breathtakingly expensive. Although I will tell him, you can get a hell of a sock doing the work. Uh, anyway, that's a very interesting anecdote, an anecdote, and I'm glad you shared it with us. And uh, I wish I could show you on the air the picture of the uh, doctor who's moderating the uh, panel at my alma mater, UC Santa Cruz, where I really, really, really had a good time. And uh, I just, it just makes me want to cry. I mean, it just makes me want to cry. And, uh, I, I don't know what's going on at Yale, uh, Yale Law School. I mean, I had such a good time. It was breathtaking. I don't know what's going on at Columbia, where I had an incredibly good time. I, I'll just tell you one little anecdote about Columbia. When I was at Columbia, I was lonely for a while. But then I got a bid, got, got a bid to join a wonderful fraternity. And uh, I joined, and I really had a good time. God, did have and we had parties and dances and we danced all that. It was great. And now time has passed. Uh, a friend's daughter is now at Columbia. Women are now allowed at Columbia. She says she's at Columbia. I'm not sure she really is. But anyway, and she wanted to join this fraternity. I called the fraternity and asked to speak to the president. Was an African-American woman who said she was the president. God bless her. And uh, I said, I have this friend. I'm a 
long time, long ago graduate, I'm a donor. Uh, I'd like to know what you could do to, uh, what I can do to help this young woman get into this wonderful, wonderful fraternity. And the woman on the other end of the phone said, I assume, not joking, if you can get me a job at Goldman Sachs, I'll get her in. And I thought to myself, that's really what's going on at Columbia? It just, I just hung up the phone. I mean, that was a, this is just horrifying. This is just terrible, 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 terrible. What about the fact that we learned just now that Goldman Sachs has been cutting the checks for the Hamas protesters uh, for the in New York City? And uh, I, I thought it was more indirect than that. They were giving it to somebody else who then was giving it to somebody who then was giving it to somebody who was helping the Hamas. Sir, let me just tell you something, Judah Meyer Friedman. I've known about Goldman Sachs for a long, long, long time. My, one of my best friends at Columbia was a fellow whose last name was Sachs, whose ancestors founded Goldman Sachs. And another one was a, a guy named something, I forget his name, Weinberg. And he was a great pal of my father's. And he was one of the founders of Goldman Sachs. And they've always been scumbag thieves. Always. not I mean, not every single person there, but they are. they have a big, big rep. But they are their big big rep is for robbing their clients. At least that's that's how I see it. I could be wrong. No, I mean, listen, Ben, you've been pretty uh, accurate as far as uh, calling out the scam artists on Wall Street and many yep. places for many years. So I will go by what Ben Stein is saying, and I think it's extremely well, important. Sure. I want to I want to bring this up because I brought it up the other night, and uh, and it bothered me the other night more than it ever had bothered me before. And it was after the caucuses and uh, when when Biden responded or whoever wrote what he responded. And they 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 once again crapped on uh, half the country and the MAGA Republicans. And they went all in the other night. And uh, and I really learned this from you, Ben, that you can be friends with people on the other side, that Americans aren't our enemies. For the most part, they should we shouldn't treat them as as our enemies. We have friends that are Democrats. I know. I, I know my, my, many of my or some of my relatives are Democrats, and right, they're and sort of my friends. And 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 it it and it it really hadn't bothered me in the past. I found it sort of amusing when they would do this MAGA Republican thing, other than putting them in prison. That part bothered me. But uh, the other night, and then Jamie Dimon, who's in uh, the obviously is the CEO of uh, Chase Bank. Uh, was on what was it peter cn cnbc cnbc and he went off ben yesterday pretty much saying to them you got to stop doing this uh this uh trump was right on a lot of things he started saying he was right about immigration right 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 about jamie diamond is not a trump supporter or a trump fan at least out loud and he started to go off and he said you got to stop talking about americans like this and we have to come together eventually. And if you and he said, if you continue with this anti-MAGA message where you're accusing everybody, he's like Trump's a Trump's a you know he's he, take Trump aside. He's like these are people that liked his plans, like what like what he did, and this is what and you're going after them. And I thought that was incredible that Jamie Dimon. I'm yeah. sure, obviously. For future financial reasons, he probably no, no, said this. I'm sure that I'm sure that's no, but but I I have a very high opinion of him. When I was a columnist for the uh, New York Times before they fired me for stating I believed in God, 
literally, literally uh, they, uh, uh, he, he used to occasionally call me, or maybe it was someone working for him and called me, and uh, he was lucid and intelligent, and I was happy to talk to him. And to go back for a moment to Goldman Sachs, I don't obviously mean that everybody working at Goldman Sachs is a person of bad moral character, but their reputation, I think, very considerably exceeds their behavior. Yeah, I, I, uh, one, one, yeah, I didn't think you were. Uh, uh, no, I've been saying for for a long time. What? And I'm sorry. I have been saying for a long time, and and I don't I don't like the phrasing, but it it is. I can't think of a better way to say it. Trump is not the disease. Trump is a symptom. Trump is a symptom of speaking to the people who have Trump derangement syndrome. Trump is a symptom, is an outgrowth of something that has been building in this country for years. The, the Committee to Unleash Prosperity is, is unveiling tomorrow a survey that they did that contrasts the views of the American elite, the one percenters, with, with ordinary... Now, wait Americans. a minute. How do you get to be in the one percent? Um, I think the standards are that they, 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 they live in high population density areas. They attended one of a dozen or so elite universities. They make more than $150,000 a year annually. Um, they're, they're Wait, but they make more than $150,000 a year annually? Annually. Um, it's a joke, that, obviously. That, a year that, these are, that, these are, that these are the, these are the elites. And they probably make a lot more than that. They do. But that their views are so diametrically opposed to what most Americans think. This is what this survey shows. Kim Strassel writes about it in her in her column that's going to be in the Wall Street Journal tomorrow. Um, that that you know they 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 favor banning gas stoves and cars. That's, that and that story is so amazing. I remember when I first told you, Ben, you didn't believe yeah. me. And no, I didn't. Of, they're in favor of rationing meat. What? To combat climate change. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, 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 back up, back up. Back up, wait a second. They're in favor of rationing meat? Rationing meat. And well, the, the top 1% in terms of, of education and income? Education, mm -hmm. income, social status, they are they are they are in favor of rationing. Okay. The elite 1%, 69% would be in favor of banning gas stoves to fight climate change. 70% would ban gas cars to fight climate change. 53% would ban private air conditioning to fight no, climate change. No, 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 wait a second. Wait a second, what percent? 53% of the elite in this, in this Committee to Unleash Prosperity survey says they would favor a ban on private air conditioning if it helped reduce the production of, of, of greenhouse gas emissions and fought climate change. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, okay. And, I don't know and, what to say. And, <laughs> That's so incredible. Is, these, are, these are, and my point here, though, is that these are Trump's hardcore enemies. These are the people that come at Trump so ferociously in the punditocracy and in the political world, in the financial world. And, and they are, they, 
they are the ones who are disconnected from what most of America thinks. They are the anti-small-D Democrats, not people like you and me. We're not the fascists. They are. Well, uh, my dear friend, my dear, dear friend, you're talking about the supply-siders, and uh, some of them are right about things and some are not right about things, but uh, I think in this case, <laughs> being, being in favor of, uh, of uh, banning air conditioning and private gas stuff is astounding. How will people call themselves on hot days? I want to, I want to give people you guys, will, I want to people, give you an example. Of what Peter, people don't realize, Judith, I can't. People will die if you ban private air conditioning. The elderly, the poor, they will die I'm without air conditioning. I'm but, you know, climate change, Barbara Streisand's beach house in Malibu, more important than grandma and grandpa, well, wait a minute. Let's not get after people have beach houses now. Uh, Peter, Peter, you're just going after everybody. But to Peter's point, uh, to, to to Peter's point, Ben, in the state of California right now, I wanted to. This is this is racism, and this just truly is racism. Uh, one of the be best one of the best ways that we know that blacks are able to escape poverty and get out of the inner cities is often sports. Oftentimes, sports. That's that's a fact. Uh, I wish we would go far, uh, way, way farther than that, uh, but we know that sports. So in the, in the state of California, they want to ban uh, 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 tackle football for people for kids under the age of twelve. Now, with me. I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I really don't. I'm sorry. I under, I'm terribly understand. sorry. I'm terribly I, sorry, but I don't. I, mean, I, I, I love understand. You, but I, but no. I mean, little kids' heads are soft, aren't they? Uh, listen, uh, but again, Only if they're liberal, <laughs> but again, it's an, it's, it's, it's a way of escaping I, I, neighbor. I, I get, I get, I get what Judas, I, I, but I get Judas point is because athletics are a way out of poverty for so many black and Hispanic well, kids in America. Well, really, 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 there, there are some, there's something like 43 million blacks in America. Mm -hmm. What percent of them do you think are in their living through sports? I'll give you another thing. I don't, I don't know if you're still driving a Cadillac GTS that you used to I ride. I have lots of Cadillacs. Eloquently. But if any of them are high mileage, replace them now. Because Why? in two years, California is going to ban the sale of new gasoline-powered private automobiles. Well, mine are not new. If you want a new car, you're going to have to go EV. Never mind the oh. fact that Hertz just dumped its EV fleet and they're sitting on lots all over America unsellable. In California, if you want to buy a new car, you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have well, to that's just a proposal. No, 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 no. This isn't this is in the law. It's coming. It's coming. And I okay. know this because there's a law in Virginia that ties us to the California standard. So here in Virginia, we're under threat of not being able to buy gasoline-powered cars, new ones, in a couple of years, which is going to drive up the price of used cars, which is bad for you know low-income people whose first, first purchase option is usually a decent used car. And it's really going to confuse things if I want to go to West Virginia or Maryland or D.C. to buy a, buy a car with a gas engine. You know, what are they going to do to me when I try and register it in Virginia? Or when you drive over the 14th Street Bridge and try to come into Virginia. Right? You, you know, you say that as a joke, but... <laughs> but 
Peter, I don't think it's a joke at all. I think this is rank Nazism. I, you know, I, 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 Mussolini I agree. Mussolini would be proud. Who? Mussolini. Yeah, I don't think he paid that much attention to cars. He liked horses and girls. Uh, it, it depends. <laughs> did he have a taste in horses? He did. He was a very, very accomplished horseman, apparently, or so he, so he claimed. He, he might he might have uh, he might have had a big affinity for extremely expensive horses. I'm sure he did. If you're a dictator, why not go for a big horse? Uh, but right. uh, but again, Ben, as you're pointing out, this is parents' jobs. It's not the government's job to say whether a, a kid could play football, a kid could play sports or not. It's a parent's job. If a parent wants to allow their kids to go play sports. Better to be playing sports than getting into trouble. I mean, the reality is school, schools schools close at three o'clock in the after three o'clock in the afternoon. I, I still, for the life of me, don't understand why schools close that early. Ben, uh, it, it's a uh, it's a it's a frightening sort of thing. But well, I, uh, I didn't. I, I have to tell you, Judah, that you probably didn't go to school because it gets pretty hot at three o'clock. It's pretty hot in the winter after three o'clock. Oh, not school. in the winter. No, not. In yeah, I'm sure in the summertime, where in Los Angeles they close schools in May, it gets very hot. But again, I don't think it's the government's job or the state's job to say what to enforce what sports. I think it's a parent's job, and I think parents have woken up a lot. Obviously, not in the state of California. But as we're closing up, I don't know if you saw the other day. Did you see the electric, the you know, the the storms all through, and the cold bend? So it looked like a Tesla parking lot in uh chicago i don't know if you saw this i don't know if, how many people saw this or did not see this but they don't work in the bitter cold yeah they, 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 there's a little bit of a flaw with the tesla that they don't work in the bitter cold and uh so it, it's uh but i know one thing ben that works in the bitter cold is gasoline and that's oil gasoline is incredibly great stuff and that and that's and that's oil and it's I again another thing with messaging. I, I just want to, as we're closing up tonight, <laughs> explain this whole thing about the electric that people really don't get. Ben, wait, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on, just one second. Could you close that door? Some asshole smoking dope out of the hall. Sorry, Go ahead, I was just sorry. trying to. It was just trying to explain to you. I was just trying to have you explain the dip, where the electricity actually comes from. Yes, where yes, they have to burn coal or oil or have nuclear explosions, very small ones, to generate the electricity that then goes into the wires and goes all around the world in the United States, all around the United States, to charge up the electric vehicles. So something's got to burn and... Uh, the idea that electric vehicles just come from the factory with enough electricity to power them for a few years, it's just comical. You know, the whole thing, yeah, it is It is comical. It's comical how many people have bought into it because it's a religion. And yeah. it's, it, 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 it's it, this is what we're dealing with. This is what we're up against. I like the other night that Trump, uh, in his speech mm -hmm. after he won the Iowa caucuses, brought this up when he said, you know, everybody that came here used obviously didn't use an electric vehicle and uh and that was his message it's drill ben and you know we got to get back to the basics and i think you said how do we get out of this and all that it is simply i think it's getting back to the basics of who we are as a country 
And that's well, a country certainly that that's a big thing. And we have a constitution. We're very blessed to have a constitution. And the Democrats uh, want to tear it down or ignore it. And uh, let's hope and pray they do not succeed. And let's hope and pray that they actually do impeach Mayorkas. I know it'll do nothing, Peter, but uh, I, I know I know it'll do absolutely nothing. But this border crisis is this not even a crisis. It's a it's a entry it for a all. He and, has uh, failed in the administration of his responsibilities. He should have been fired by the president. He should be removed from office by the Senate. I'm afraid he won't be. You're right. Do you do you think the president? Seriously, even knows who Mayorkas is. I wouldn't bet money on it. I, I agree with that 100%. And I just want to say one last thing as we're closing up. Dr. Jill, who's I, I love all these feminist women and all these people that that with, with the children of Boko Haram and all these all these causes that they've always jumped on. Not one mention from Dr. Jill about the atrocities that happened on October 7th. Nope. Not one not, not one word, right? Not one word about the Well, the she's a doctor. She's busy. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, that's exactly right and it's pathetic mm -hmm. and it's it just it, it's pathetic. On that note, I just want to thank the rumblers, the ranters, the choosers. I want to welcome all the people here for the first time. Uh yes, we do have the most politically incorrect conversations ever. That's what makes the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, and we like to make people squirm like Peter Roth, our man Roth. I squirmed a little bit tonight. You can find them on fans only at the Rough Draft. I want to hear his report on NOE. He'll, it'll be no. And no, I, uh, I, I might like it. It's, it hey, it's, hey, there aren't many shows I do where I'm the moderate. So Bob Noah, Bob Noah, who's a very, 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 very close friend of mine who's also my driver, uh, uh, he liked it a lot. Well, but, of course, I paid. It's a whole other. This is, let's let's not get ourselves into well, trouble. As a, we supply, love as a good supply sider, I can tell you there's nothing wrong with knowing that a tax cut won't fix. Oh, really? I could go there and then tell me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peter. You, and take your supply siders with you. I'll tell you what, yes. that's a good idea. Have a good night at Noe with your supply ciders. It'll be a hell of a party. And you're an awfully nice to Benjamin Jeremy Stein. You're not. No, no, no. That one's. On I know. I'm not going to pay. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's yeah. Work. yeah. That's exactly right. Okay. On that note, I want to thank the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. Peter, somebody said great jacket, uh, great you. leather jacket. I joked around the last time. Does it have chains that would jingle? And you didn't get the joke, so I will not repeat it tonight again. Because you do not know Tom Petty. You know movies, but not Tom Petty somehow. Okay. Thank you, Peter. And, of course, thank the Rumblers and Ranthers. The truth is, thank you, everybody out there. Spread the word. Spread the truth. And uh, I want to thank Benjamin Jeremy Stein, of course. And you can find him on News, uh, News Newsmax. Max. Of course, spectator.org, which is the American Spectator. And you can find them on True Social. You can find them on the world according to Ben Stein. Ben Stein, take us out however you like. I'd like you to say a prayer that Mr. Biden has a brain transplant that works. <laughs> Good night. Good night. God bless you all, and God bless this great country. We'll see everybody. God, God bless this great, great country.